Happily Ever After Again podcast. Join author and relationship coach Cherylee Swaley as she explores marriage transformation for struggling couples. Forgiveness, healing, connection, love restored and renewed. Our history does not have to define us. In today's episode, we focus on ways to beat the imposter syndrome as a stepmom. Join us for Season 1, Episode 4. Hi, and welcome to the Happily Ever After Again podcast. I'm your host, Shirley Sweetie. This is a show for couples looking for their happily ever after again. Whether they were previously divorced, bereaved, or whether the two of them had in a period of intense conflict. We look for ways to heal and connect with tips, strategies, and stories. Every fourth week or so, we're going to focus on blended families. So this week, we're going to look at the concept of imposter syndrome for stepmoms. We'll look at the concept of authenticity as a stepparent. Why is it hard to feel authentic? Why is it important? And what are some practical ways that we can feel more authentic as a stepmom. First, a little bit of housekeeping. So this is our fourth episode of the show, and if you've been following me so far, thank you. I'd love to hear from you because I have no idea who's listening at this point. With podcasting, you really don't know who's listening. You just kind of guess and hope and cross your fingers. So if you are listening, please let me know in the comments. So I just wanted to let you know I'm trying for once a week, but it hasn't quite worked out because things are taking a little longer than I had expected and it's a learning curve. But please just bear with me and I'll try to get to that once a week point as soon as I can. Every four weeks or so, I'm going to do a show dedicated especially for stepmoms. So this week is our stepmom week and we'll try to keep that rhythm up that every four weeks or so it's for blended families slash stepfamilies. All right, so let's get into today's show. Let's dig in. It's kind of a deep one today again. Today we're going to talk about the imposter syndrome. Now, I don't know if any of you have heard of the imposter syndrome. The imposter syndrome is this idea that people are in a role or in a job or in a position where they feel like they don't quite belong there and that they're just almost like playing a role in it. So an example might be, let's say that, let's say you were promoted at work and you're used to just being a worker, and then suddenly you're the boss, you might feel like you're an imposter there, that you're not really the boss, you're just a worker that's been promoted beyond your capability. And I have done some research on this topic, and it's apparently very common for people to feel this way. A lot of people have felt it at one way or another, and it's kind of a a sign of growth. It's like you've grown into something, but you don't quite have the feelings inside that you belong there. And as I had done this research, it it kind of um, struck me that this is something also that stepmoms also feel quite often. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, about imposter syndrome and about being authentic as a stepmom and what stops us from being authentic, what stops us from feeling authentic, and how we can overcome some of these feelings. So please let me know in the comments if this relates to you at all in any way, or even write me a letter. I'd love to hear from you. So let's let's just dig into this, shall we? When we have the imposter syndrome, it, what we're really feeling is that we're not authentic in our role. We're not real in our role. We're just playing a role. And so I wanted to look at the concept of authenticity. Let's look at authentic. What does it mean to be authentic? Well, the dictionary defines it as the quality of being real or true. Authentic is most often used in regards to artwork. So collectors will look for 
on authentic piece, for example, they'd like to find an authentic Picasso because I'm sure it would be worth millions of dollars. Now, if it's not authentic, it is a fake. Authentic has a moral connotations. If you say something is inauthentic or fake, that is considered something dishonest. It's a lie, a deception. Now, I remember during the first years of being a stepmother, I often felt like I was just playing a role. It was almost like playing mom, but full well knowing that children already had a mom. And I was definitely more than a stranger to them, but what was my role, I wondered. What was my relationship supposed to be like with the new children in my life? And my lack of clarity and vision for what I was supposed to be doing made me feel inauthentic and confused at times. I wasn't a mom, for sure, but I didn't fit into that wicked stepmom role that the society seemed to have placed on stepmothers, women's who, women who only care about themselves and whose biggest secret wish is to get the children out of the way. So who was I in this new role? These are the kind of questions I asked myself, and that was one of the reasons that I really struggled with in, in authenticity. And I just wanted to share as well, in my research, I found that the very definition of stepmom used to be the woman who is married to someone's father but is not their real mother. So the very definition of stepmother was someone who's not a real mom. And then you get that saying that kids are known to say, you're not my real mom, right? Because they even they sense, well, you're not my real mom. They want their real mom. They don't want this other woman there. So that, that feeling of not being real is actually just goes into actually the very heart of being a stepmom. And so we have to take it upon ourselves to redefine it so that we're more than just not the real mom, right? We need to define it and find our role, but it's not an easy thing to do. And at first we do feel like we're just not the real mom. So I wanted to go over, I have... um six reasons that people don't feel real or they might struggle with in inauthenticity or imposter syndrome as stepmoms and I've kind of alluded to some of them but just want to go over these more formally so the first reason that we often feel inauthentic as stepmoms is that we're not recognized by society as being anyone important in the child's life but yet we're often doing a lot of the work and often our heart is involved as well we may really feel love for the kids in our lives and um, so we're doing the the work we our hearts often there and yet we're not recognized but in any way officially by by people in society so that really makes us feel confused it makes our hearts confused it makes us feel like you know something doesn't quite add up uh, number two we're acting as mothers in many ways but we're not mothers per se and that can lead to a feeling of confusion in our mind because we're, you know, going through the motions of being a mother, but we're not a mother. And so what does that mean? What are we doing? Who are we? Okay, number three. Uh, another reason that we might struggle with um, this feeling of being, you know, inauth inauthentic is that um, when we're living with blended families, we often lose a lot of our privacy our lives are really intertwined suddenly with these people that we don't really know very well. And that lack of privacy itself can make us feel self-conscious and uncomfortable and just a little off, right? Because we're suddenly, we're sharing our lives. We don't have that privacy. We may be used to more time either to ourselves or even with our own children. And suddenly we're with these other 
individuals who don't really know us that well and we don't really know that well and so it's hard to get our grounding and so that can help us make us feel kind of unbalanced and not quite ourselves number four and this is related as well to this last one is that we're often required to censor ourselves around the children especially if there are issues concerning the other household so there may be frustrations going on with the other household that we can't talk about freely with our spouse because that's their parents right and we shouldn't be talking about it freely with our spouse around the children that's something we have to show restraint but that feeling of always having to hold back in your own house can make you feel like you're not quite honest you're not you're not being allowed to be open and forthright like you might be accustomed to so that's another reason that you can feel inauthentic okay number five again related to this is that the children are often not open to us And that relationship can be difficult. And this problematic relationship can make us withdraw and feel like we're not quite ourselves. It's just like, you know, when you live with someone that you can't be open with. And the the reasons for that are, you know, a lot of different reasons that they may be kind of distanced from us. They might not trust us. And yet that can cause us to feel like we're not quite, we can't be ourselves. Okay, and then the last reason, again, these are all kind of intertwined and related, but I think that each one has a slightly different point. Number six is that our living situation may have changed quite dramatically because of stepfamily factors. So whereas we used to maybe spend a quiet weekend alone, maybe now we're just surrounded by people playing video games. And, you know, that's partly maybe not enough boundaries or having trouble setting up boundaries, but suddenly our life has changed dramatically. And so the things that we used to identify as being ours and, you know, our identity, they suddenly might seem like they're just being pushed aside for these these other people in our lives. And that can really lead to a sense of not feeling equilibrium. Okay, so those are six reasons that we might feel not quite like ourselves. And if you, you think about those, those are all really good reasons that we might feel confusion about who we are and about our role. Today's show is sponsored by the book, 16 Gifts from a Stepmom, Encouragement for the Blended Family Journey. In this book, you will learn the 16 gifts that a stepmother can offer the new kids in her life. Gifts like patience, daddy time, and listening. This book is available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback form. Pick up your copy of the book today. So what are some solutions? The ways that I'm going to talk about are things that I have done myself over the years and really helped me to feel more like myself. And it was definitely a process. It wasn't something that happened overnight. But I wanted to share these things with you. And but before I do, I just want to take a moment to but before I do, I just want to take a moment to have the section called Marriage Media. Now Marriage Media is a section where I share a book or website or video or something that I've been viewing, reading, or listening to in regards to marriage. Marriage Media. Hi, and welcome to Marriage Media, where I share something I've been reading, hearing, or listening to in regards to marriage. And today, I'm going to talk about a a book that I actually read quite a while ago, but I still highly recommend and find highly relevant. The book is called Smart Step Family, Seven Steps to a Healthy Family. It's by Ron Deal. 
And this book is a, just a go-to book reference for all the aspects of what a step family is. It's written from a very biblical point of view, which I enjoyed, and it's very hopeful to give people hope that their situation is normal and to understand so many of the dynamics uh, that go on in a step family. Mr. Deal is a well-known expert in the step family arena, has studied this for decades, and has a lot of other resources too, so I highly recommend it. I will link to this book in the show notes. Thank you, and let's get back to the show. So what are some solutions? What are some ways that we can start to feel more authentic as stepmoms, more like ourselves, get rid of some of that imposter syndrome? Well, remember, this isn't going to be an overnight solution, I don't think, in most cases. It's going to be something that'll take a while. It's going to be a process. But these are some long-term solutions for making, for helping us feel less inauthentic for helping us feel more authentic as people and as stepmoms and as people in that role. All right, so number one is remember your passions. So when we became stepmoms, sometimes we gave up a lot. We may have given up our privacy, our time, our energy. It may have started to feel like we had to give up doing things that we love too. After all, maybe a lot of the time that we used to spend on me time is now taken up, was now taken up with taking care of the kids and the house and the new responsibilities that came with being in a blended family. It may have felt just impossible to, to do those things, to have time for those little things that helped us feel more like us. But it's really important to feel more like yourself. And part of that is doing things that you're passionate about. Now, I'll just share a story of myself. My first year of marriage, I was um, really busy. I was working as a teacher at an alternative school. I was very busy with the kids every other weekend. I was very busy with a marriage that was really struggling. And I was stressed. And I really didn't have anything in my life that was just for me. Everything was for others and everything was responsibility. I enjoyed my job but it was extremely stressful. And I was kind of feeling desperate to do something creative because I am a very creative person. And so if I'm not doing something creative, I just um, don't feel like myself. I don't feel right. Well, what I started doing was creating artistic sets on a site called Polyvar. Now, I will link to this site in the show notes. Um, in case you're not familiar with it. But what it is, it's usually used for putting together outfits, like clothing outfits. But at that time, people were using it to make art pieces. So they would take different images, meld them all together, and then make these beautiful, what's the word? Mosaics, I guess, of these art, different art images. I'm no longer on there anymore. I'm Actually, I'm going to go and look and see if I can find my old page in case anyone's interested. But I just discovered this somehow. I don't even know how when I was online. And at that time, I didn't use the computer very much. But I discovered it, and I just was captivated by it. I love the creativity. I love the challenge. Um, I really love doing things that are artistic. And I would actually spend probably about two hours on Saturday 
just creating. And at the time, I didn't have my own office, so I was just situated right in the kitchen on this little computer, right in the middle of all the chaos of our mobile home at that time. So the kids would be sailing by, my husband would be sailing by with some kind of project, they'd be in and out, they were playing games, Um, and I will be honest, my husband was often glaring at me, wondering how I could just sit when there was obviously so much to do. But I did. It was making me feel like myself, and it kept me sane so that I could keep going through the rest of the week, which was really busy. So that was a story of how I kept, or actually kind of real my passions. And that that polyvore experience actually led me more into making images, making websites, um, back into photography, which I used to love, and just helped me renew a lot of passions in my life. Um, but it was only a couple of hours a week. That's all I could do. So think about what it is that makes you feel alive. For me, it's creativity. Maybe for you, it's visiting friends. Maybe it is nature. Maybe it is dance. But try to find a way to fit it in, even if it's only a couple of hours a week to start. Do something that you are passionate about. So that's number one. So number two is care for yourself. Now self-care can be really difficult in a blended family and there's a few reasons for that. First of all, you're busier so it's harder to find the time. Second of all, you're probably more stressed so you're more apt to give up the self-care. Number three is you may have replaced some of your habits that you had when you were alone or with your own kids with habits for the whole family and that can mean not taking the time to eat as healthy, maybe not having the time to sleep as much or your sleep schedule has changed because of everyone. Just the routines and things that you used to have are more easily gone out the window with a blended family. What I suggest is just try one thing to start for more self-care that may improve and that will help you feel more like yourself and remind you that you need to take care of your body, not just take care of the needs of the family. So it could be something like Um, trying to get on a regular sleep schedule. It could be eating more vegetables, maybe drinking more water. Don't try to change everything at once because that's really overwhelming, but just try to change one habit for self-care. Number three, set boundaries. Doing things like just defining each other's um, space, like defining a space for yourself that no one can come in. Uh, for example, or some time to yourself within the chaos. Uh, It could be maybe defining boundaries with some of the kids and not allowing them to overstep those boundaries, to say certain things to you, to show that respect. Boundaries have a lot of different ways they can manifest themselves, but just try to set better boundaries. That can go a long ways in helping you to feel more like yourself. Number four, Be vulnerable sometimes. Now, this one is something that you're not going to use all the time to help you feel more like yourself. But I have heard different stories, and I've done it myself, of people who have have shared their feelings with their stepchildren and had really good results. And this isn't something you're going to do all the time to necessarily share how you're feeling because it's not always appropriate. But there's times where you just want to let loose and let them know how you are feeling and to show that you're a real person that you're not always controlled that you're not always perfect right so 
it's warranted that you just share how you're feeling. I had seen a show a few years back called Nashville that I really used to love to watch. And in it, the character is getting to know a newly widowed father. And one of the teenage daughters is really um, hostile towards her. She doesn't know how to get through to the daughter, but in one of the scenes, which is very realistic and very touching, is she um, talked to the daughter and just said that she also was feeling lost and not knowing what to do in the situation and that she just wanted to be a friend and not to try to replace her mother who had died. And it was just very beautiful. And I think there is a place for that to be really honest. But like I said, not every single day that you're going to just open up your feelings, but it can be really effective. Okay, so now we're getting to the last one, number five. One way, one more way that you can start to feel more genuine, more like yourself, feel less like an imposter, is to let other people in. And what I mean by that is just to have people or even one person that you can share your life with as a stepmom. Now, isolation can be really common for stepmoms because we might feel like people don't understand what we're going through. We might feel like others would judge us if they knew how crazy our situation was. And so we may tend to keep those, keep our lives more to ourselves. We may tend to cut ourselves off more from friends and family. And instead of always cutting ourselves off, it's really good to be able to share our, just our reality, our truth with someone else. So it might be a friend, a trusted friend. It might even be a counselor. And in some cases, maybe we might even share that with a diary or through written form. I'll give you a warning that if you are sharing in a diary, please just keep that diary private because um, it's something you don't want to be necessarily letting everyone see, but just keep it in a very private place and or keep a lock on it or whatever it can be. But just in somehow, somehow let those feelings out, whether to a friend on paper or even to a counselor. Okay, so those are five ways they can help overcome the imposter syndrome as a stepmom. I'm going to go over them again. Number one, remember your passions. Number two, care for yourself. Number three, set boundaries. Number four, be vulnerable sometimes. Number five, let others in. All right, so I hope that was helpful today. Please, please let me know how you are doing in the comments and let me know if uh, if anything was useful to you, remember we are at secondmarriage.xyz slash blog. That's where you can see the latest podcast episode. And yeah, thank you so much and have a wonderful week. So the last few minutes of the show, we have a segment where we read the Bible and then have a short prayer. So today's verse is Matthew one twenty, and it goes like this. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. All right, so I just wanted to bring this verse to your attention because this is talking about um, Joseph, the, the earthly father of Jesus. And we're coming right up to Christmas right now in a couple of weeks here. And I just like us to remember that even Jesus was actually a stepson. He was part of a blended family. So as Christians, we believe that Jesus was conceived of the Holy Spirit, and therefore Joseph was a stepfather. And But he took to the role, and he 
taught Jesus the things he needed to learn as a man in Jewish society. And he's not really recognized in the Bible that much, but really he played a very heroic role um, to be raising the Son of God. So I thought that was really interesting, and especially as we head into Christmas. So we're going to say, I'm going to say just a quick prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for all the stepmoms out there, Lord, who are struggling in their role, Lord. I just pray you bring them clarity and vision for more of what their role in their blended family is, Lord, and help them to remember who they are and not forget who they are in the midst of all the chaos. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us and happily ever after again. For more information, follow us on the blog at secondmarriage.xyz.